Hey everybody, welcome to Rebel Live. I'm Ryan Dobson and we've got a bunch of good stuff for you today. Hope you're doing well. Uh, this is the first Rebel Live on the podcast, so you missed the prayer and the scripture, but uh, next time for sure. We're talking about Tim Allen and Last Man Standing. Uh, here's the good news. It looks like Country Music Television, CMT, is trying to buy Last Man Standing. Uh, there's a petition online with over 400,000 signatures trying to get it back on because it's the second most popular program on ABC. So I don't understand how on earth you could uh, dump a program that's that popular unless you're making a statement. And that's what people think. People think they're making a statement because Tim Allen uh, is conservative. Uh, he's vocal about being conservative. Did an episode on microaggressions, which was super, super funny. Um, it's a good program. So I hope CMT uh, does pick it up. I hope they can afford it. Uh, it's a pretty expensive program. Uh, so it would be a huge coup for them uh, because everybody's getting in the content game. Everybody's getting in the content game. Uh, I tell you what, on Monday, I'll be talking about an article I'm reading in Imprimis. It's under my notes over here. This is really good. You want to know some of the stuff I read? This is called Imprimis, a publication of Hillsdale College. Hillsdale, one of the only three that doesn't take any government money. Hillsdale, Patrick Henry, and um, is it Grove City? I don't think it is. Hillsdale, Patrick Henry, and I'm going to forget the other one, but there's a really amazing piece in here on the news and how it's uh, gone. The news is out. It's interesting, though, to be, I mean, to be ABC and to have something like that, just to be like, yeah, we don't like it, so we're just going to pull it, because who cares? Who cares if they lose the money? And that's where we're at. That's where I think people are. Uh, and it did, it made me think of a few other things that are going on in the news that I've been looking on today. By the way, if you want a great source for news, faithfamilyamerica.com is a great news aggregate. I get tons of stories from faithfamilyamerica.com. I think you would like it. Um, here's a crazy one. This is not from Faith Family America. This is from Huffington Post. Uh, this is going to be a... I, man. Um, so a girl wrote an article. Her name is Lasha on Twitter, uh, twitter.com, K-N-F-L-K-K-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E, -L -L -E -E, collective spelled with a K. So it's K-N-F-L-K, collective spelled with a K. That's Lasha, writes for Huffington Post. And she's writing about, uh, what's his name? Michael, not Michael Fay. That's uh, the one that was caned. Otto Warmbier. This is the kid who was in North Korea on a trip, uh, then was detained, then uh, accused of stealing a poster, um, sentenced to 15 years hard labor, and then he went into a coma and died. Um, now, I'm going to state up front, this article was written before Otto died. Um, interestingly enough, though, it's still on Huffington Post right now. I'm looking at it online right now. Uh, now, what I don't have in front of me... Um, let me see if I can pull it up so I can read it for you. Huffington Post changes. HuffPo changes. No. Keeps old article attacking it. That's Newsbusters. Maybe this will have it. Here's what I wanna I wanna write though. It's it's a it's an African American young girl who's writing this. I get it. There's just so many things in here that, I mean, you wrote it down. It's one thing to say it off the cuff. 
Uh, it, it's one thing to say it in front of your friends. It's one thing. Uh, it, it's the fact that we believe we can say whatever. It, it's really weird. On one hand, you've got this liberal element thinking you can say anything you want against uh, white male conservatives um, or conservatives of any kind. Uh, really, anybody that doesn't believe the entire party line of liberalism, you get to say anything you want with no recourse whatsoever. Um, I just think it's inappropriate. It's totally, totally inappropriate. Uh, but the article says, North Korea proves your white male privilege is not universal. Okay? That's the opener, baby. That is the opener. North Korea proves your white male privilege is not universal. Um, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read this. I can do I love. Sis. Here we go. Oh, okay. So Michael Fay back in the day, she's comparing this to Michael Fay. Michael Fay went to, I want to say it's Singapore. Uh, and I remember, I remember this. He went to Singapore and he was uh, spray painting and throwing bricks through car windows, things like that, like serious vandalism. Uh, and when he was caught, he was sentenced to six lashes with a cane, a rattan cane. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, you, you draw blood. You're not going to recover too quickly from the rattan cane. You're not going to die. Uh, it's not going to be a permanent damage, but you'll never forget it. Uh, and at the time, hey, baby, you go and, and do that kind of property damage in a foreign country, you might have some issues. Uh, now, there's a huge difference between that and North Korea. Kim Jong-un is the one that's used uh, helicopter uh, Hellfire missiles to kill relatives uh, in firing lines. I mean, this guy is literally an insane person. So being accused of a crime in North Korea doesn't anywhere come close to saying you did commit a crime, okay? Uh, it's North Korea. Uh, they showed security camera footage that looks like uh, Sasquatch. Uh, I mean, it could be literally any bipedal uh, person taking something down. I mean, it's so laughable that you would even call that. Uh, but let's see, uh, where, where to use the sis? Does, can someone tell me what cis means? What is that? What is the, the cisgender thing? I don't understand that. Um, here is... She talks about how uh, she was 11 when Michael Fay was sentenced to that, and her mom was saying she he earned that. I, I would agree with her mom on that. Uh, she says, I've tried to imagine spending a decade and a half performing what the North Korean state deems hard labor, and I can't. But I'm not 11 anymore, and now my mother's callous reaction to Michael Fay's sentence is my reaction to another young white man who went to an Asian country and violated their laws and learned, wow, that the shield his cis white male identity proves here in America is not Teflon abroad. Um, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Lasha, Lasha, Lasha. I'm sorry. You're wrong, baby. You're wrong. You're just wrong. Um, wow, he just, he says, I'm willing to bet my last dollar he was aware of the political climate in that country, but privilege is a hell of a drug. 
The high of privilege told him that North Korea's history of making examples out of American citizens who dared challenge their rigid legal system in any way was no match for his alabaster American privilege. When you can watch a white man who entered a theater and killed a dozen people come out unscathed, you start to believe you're invincible when you see a white man taken to Burger King in a bulletproof vest. After he killed nine people in a church, you learn that the world will always protect you. Whoa. It just, uh, here you go. What a mind-blowing moment it must have been to realize after 21 years of being pedestalized by the world simply because your DNA coding produced the favorable phenotype that such favor is not absolute. What a bummer to realize that even the State Department with all its influence and power cannot assure your pardon. What a wake-up call it is to realize that your tears are met with indifference. Uh, and then she compares herself to him. She says, as I've said, living 15 years performing manual labor in North Korea is unimaginable, but it's, but so is going to a place I know I'm unwelcome and violating their laws. My goodness, man, you are so, so ignorant. So ignorant. I'm a black woman, though. The hopeless fear Warmbler is now experiencing is my daily reality living in a country where white men like him are willfully oblivious to my suffering even as they are complicit in maintaining the power structures which ensure their supremacy at my expense wow victim wow victim he is now an outsider at the mercy of a government unfazed by his cries for help i get it Woo! my goodness you're right joe turner you are absolutely right so tragic so tragic what's happening sam die it's ignorance, people, though. It's ignorance. And here's the thing. It makes me angry, but it, but we've got to rise above these things and educate. You know, it's, it's such a weird thing to live in this. And as a society, what we've done is we've said, yeah, 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 I get it. Um, you know, Milo Yiannopoulos, he's pretty firebrand. You know, he's, he's pretty controversial. You know, those college students, they, you know, you understand that the liberals are going to get upset, right? You understand they'd get upset. Um, it's, I, I know they will get upset, so I have the understanding something will happen, but I am not understanding why they are upset by words. I'm not. So um, the uh, odd person, I don't even know what to describe him as, that keeps emailing me uh, that I banned. He's going by lots of different names. Uh, it, you know, who knows? Um, very, very interesting. And, and I hesitate to even bring him up at all because it seems that that's what he wants. Um, and you can't tell really sometimes whether it's a crazy person or somebody that's just subpar on the IQ level. Um, wow, so many things. And I'm not going to do virtually any of it, but he was saying I'm a hypocrite because I was talking about protecting Lincoln from the swearing that was going on on the airplane when he and I were there. Um, and yet I, I listened to Adam Carolla or Gary Vee and they swear and it doesn't bother me. Um, yeah, let me just... Uh, wow, just the ignorance and stupidity of people, it just blows my mind. Uh, I don't let my 10-year-old listen to Adam Carolla swearing, nor do I let, let him listen to Gary Vee swearing, you dummies. Uh, and I have to say it that way because you need the wake-up call. You're, you're not smart. You're saying things that are so, so stupid. You need to know this. Lasha, you need to understand how ignorant you are. You know, that's why we talk about college being an intellectually humbling experience you need somebody smarter than you to explain that. Uh, yes, I don't play cursing to my 10-year-old, but it doesn't phase me at 47. That seems like a logical 
understanding, but for you, maybe not. So, yay! Um, who knows? Uh, the backpedaling was funny, though. Um, but in the ones and zeros, you don't get to take away the things you wrote, nor the address of your computer. So, good time. Again, it's just weird. It's weird. You know, when I was on that airplane, and a woman bumped into a man, and he used a profanity to call, he called her a name that was profane, and I thought, oh my goodness, how are you raised? Like, how do you think that's okay to say in public on a crowded airplane, or, or to say at all, let alone on a crowded airplane? Uh, Tim Tebow is playing, um, is it single A baseball? Is that what's right before the pros? Sam, you'll know that. Um, and they, he played, where were they? His team was playing, um, he plays for the Columbia Fireflies. It's a single A affiliate from the Mets. Um, let's see. They played the River Dogs. It, my goodness, you know, it, it's so, I guess, man, single A baseball players, should I make the assumption you quite, haven't quite grown up yet? I, I don't know. Um, I, that sounds a little mean, but the actions of this team were so reprehensible. Every time Tebow walked up, they'd play the Hallelujah Chorus. They made fun of the Bible. They made fun of John 3.16. They made fun of him praying, all those things. And then we're like, oh, we didn't, we were just trying to make fun of his celebrity. Uh, here's what you've got. You got a bunch of butthurt baseball players that are mad a famous person is bringing recognition to their sport. What a weird thing, River Dogs, you bunch of dummies. I'm going to keep saying that. I know it makes people mad, but it's just so stupid. It's so dumb. People showed up at your game, and here's why. Tim Tebow was there. That's the thing, though. Don't you get it? You get the opportunity to shine in front of a brand new audience solely because there's a guy on the other team people want to see. You get up there and play your heart out, guess what? More press will watch you. More people will watch you. More recognition will come to you. But what do you do instead? You act like jackasses, and uh, what happens? We all ridicule you and say what a horrible team you are, and then your coach has to come out and apologize for you. By the way, show some nuts and stand up like men and apologize for yourselves. Come out and go, you know what? We were super immature, and we took it too far, and we're not going to do it again. And we apologize. Hey, Tim, sorry about that. Do something. You made your coach apologize for you? Bull. Boo. Boo to you. Speaking of news, the Cosby mistrial, have you looked into this? Wow. Never did I think. Never. Well, I, I guess I can't say never. Um, what a weird thing. So here's, I've been watching a couple of videos, been reading some articles about it. Uh, apparently, as soon as it was over and the jury went and deliberated, they went and took a straw poll, which is real typical. You do a straw poll, you see uh, how how you guys feel, and then you deliberate. Excuse me. Sorry. When they took a straw poll and came in, I think the first straw poll was 11 to 1, not guilty. Yeah, it's definitely not the other way around because the hung jury was at 10 to 2, guilty. This is the weird thing. The hung jury, the mistrial occurred because two people, what's happening, Jeff? Good to see you. Two people couldn't, um, wouldn't, where they were never, you know, it's going to be not guilty no matter what forever. Uh, that one makes me suspicious that you couldn't, that there's literally nothing you could ever hear that could ever convince you Bill Cosby was guilty. Um, I don't know. Uh, and again, here, here's, here's, let me, let me state this completely. 
I wasn't there. I wasn't in the jury room. I've only listened to uh, videos from people that are speaking under the conditions of anonymity. Uh, but what they have said is when they walked into the straw poll, it was 11 to 1, not guilty. And then it switched over 54 hours of deliberation to 10 to 2, guilty, not guilty. That's crazy. Totally crazy. Uh, apparently someone punched a hole in a wall. And so I'm sure they're going to say that... Uh, uh, you know, it should be a mistrial um, because it was an unsafe environment. It's it's not. It's that's Bill Cosby's going to get tried again, um, and that's very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. That's an interesting one. Um, who knows what's going to happen with that? Uh, and then again, we just people. This is the thing, and this is why I've been talking about the suffering of fools and the temper tantrums, where you can't put up with the temper tantrums. Uh, you've got to to say it. When when Mark Buzzard uh, called my friend Tyler a drag queen. Uh, on Facebook, which is where the controversy started, I called him out on it. Uh, and I probably did it in an inappropriate way. I called him an idiot and a moron. Uh, and I banned him and I posted it publicly on the page. But again, he didn't write me privately. He didn't direct message me. Uh, the weirdo that's emailing, Matt, me, emailing me now is doing it anonymously uh, because you're cowards. That's why. Uh, I mean, Mark wasn't. I mean, he did it publicly. And I did it back publicly, but it made him mad. You should have messaged me privately and said, hey, I think this is inappropriate. And we could have talked, but you didn't. Um, you decided to do it publicly. It's just a weird thing when you express your viewpoints and opinions. There's a family in Michigan, uh, the East Lansing Farmer's Market. This former Marines, his name is Steve and Bridget um, Tennis, T-E-N-N-E-S. They have a farm called Country Mill Farms, and they were asked if they host same-sex marriages and weddings on their property, and he said that the family didn't host same-sex weddings because of their Catholic faith, which teaches that marriage is a sacred union between a man and, a, and one man and one woman. Uh, then city officials, after getting a complaint, I'm sure, asked him to change the policy. Hey, I know we're supposed to have freedom of speech and religious freedom in America, but we want you to start doing something that your religion, that you believe in, says you shouldn't do. We want you to go against that. So we want you to violate your own freedom of religion and do something that you think you shouldn't do that violates it. And they said, no, we're not going to do that. And so now the East Lansing Farmer's Market has banned their family farm from the farmer's market. Way to go, East Lansing. Way to go, free speech. Way to go, liberals. Way to go, showing your true colors. This is the thing I'm talking about, showing their true colors. And it's why you can't suffer fools. It's why you've got to stand up for right and wrong. It's why you've got to do the right thing, even when it's hard. And it's why I shouldn't have called that guy an idiot and a moron. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Uh, I, I'd be willing to talk about it. I had some friends uh, message me privately and tell me I sounded a little angry. I get that. Uh, there's too much at stake here, people. There's too much at stake. There's a baker here in town that was asked to eat his gay wedding cakes. Uh, and his response was to put a sign in the front window that says, we bake gay wedding cakes. All proceeds sent to focus on the family. Hey, there you go. What a great compromise. Absolutely. I'd love to bake you a cake, give you as the greatest service we can possibly give. Every penny that you give me will go directly to James Dobson and or focus on the family. I'm okay with that. Uh, I think we should have free speech. I think we should uh, talk about things like this. What's happening, Laura? It's good to see you this morning too. This country is so important. Our kids are so important. And I think it's it's important. That's why when, did I talk about this on here? Did I talk about going to the pool and having the stripper anthem play? Um, if not, or if you didn't hear it, 
again, it's, it's an interesting thing. That, that's not freedom of speech. You can't play songs like that in front of my five-year-old and 10-year-old. It's inappropriate. If you do, I'm going to say something. That's inappropriate. It's just so weird. It's odd that, that you know, you can't see that, that you've got people cursing openly on an airplane, nothing happens. Uh, stripper anthems with children at pools. Uh, this is a weird, we're, we're living in weird times, aren't we? We are living in weird, weird times. Uh, but I love it. And I love all you guys. I love that you're sticking in the struggle. Um, I'm telling you, I'm getting more and more reports back about uh, Jocko Willink's book, Way of the Warrior Kid. Uh, producer Kristen took it home and my copy's at home with Lincoln. Way of the Warrior Kid, I'm telling you, if you've got boys, if you've got boys that are 12 or under that are grown up in 2017, man, I'm, there's so much I want to talk to you about. I only have a couple minutes left. Here's the thing. This is the great thing. All the stuff that we deal with with our kids, like every generation thinks the next generation after them is lazier. Every single one. Yes, we are. Uh, oh, we're living in weird times. Yeah. This is so crazy. I heard a guy talking about this. This is why I listen to podcasts and audible books all the stinking time. He was saying that as, as time continues, the work that was involved in the home is lessening because of technology. It used to be that you worked... You know, a hundred years ago, you lived and worked at your home. Your home was a family farm, most likely, or something along those lines. Uh, good morning, Meg good, Megan. Good to see you. Um, hope you're feeling well with the baby. Hope things are going good with that. Uh, but as we've gone further and further and further, I mean, I remember when I was little, getting the dishwasher for the first time, and you stopped washing dishes and, and drying them or putting them in a drying rack or drying them by hand and putting them back right away. And, you know, that whole process... Uh, we have a dishwasher now, and uh, we don't sweep as much. I've got tons of friends with Roombas and uh, and the, the robots that go around, and so you're not sweeping or mopping. In fact, a friend of mine just got one of those Roombas, and it mops and sweeps. It's got a little water thing. It mops the floor. It sweeps. It collects it. Uh, all those different things. Technology is bringing work further and further and further away from the home so that our children see us working less and less and less. My kids rarely see me actually doing my job because it's in an office, it's away from home, or it's on a stage, or I'm flying someplace. Like on Sunday, I'm going to be in um, Grants Pass, Oregon on Sunday morning, speaking to 3,000 people, 25 churches coming together for their serve weekend. I can't wait. Going to have so much fun there. My kids rarely get to see that kind of stuff, and they rarely see me doing manual labor. Uh, the manual labor has left the home. And so when it's, it's so hard to teach kids hard work, it's hard to teach them discipline. It's harder to teach them discipline than it was for our parents or our grandparents, because that kind of work, the necessity of manual labor doesn't exist in most homes in America anymore. That's why it's harder. It's not your kid's fault. You know, there's so many things like we resent kids for, I don't want to do or saying certain things or, or push the boundaries that we would never have pushed, but we didn't because it wasn't even, there wasn't a narrative for that. Um, yeah, there wasn't a narrative for it. So, so, so interesting. So interesting. I think that's great. And it gives me a new perspective on my kids. It Honestly, it, it lets me, I, I don't resent them, but it gives me a, a more positive perspective of my children understanding that cheap Chinese goods uh, and the value of the dollar going down and the fact that, that manual labor in, in the house is less and less and less, that's what's going on with hardworking kids. That's why things like Way of the Warrior Kid is such an, a fantastic book. So fantastic because it teaches kids, um, it teaches kids how to work. Sorry, I'm just 
texts are popping up here. How to work in a great way. Uh, teach them how to work out, how to learn, uh, the manual labor stuff, that sticking to it, all those things. Man, Jocko, I think you're one of the greatest guys. I can't wait to interview here on Rebel Parenting for all the people. The first Rebel Live that's going to be podcasted, I'll podcast it in just a couple of minutes. I love you all. Thanks so much. Please tweet, Instagram, Facebook me questions that you want things to talk about here. I'm going to keep bringing the news, keep bringing the parenting. Uh, Monday, we are going to talk about Impremise, and we are going to talk about the future of news and why it's struggling. I love you all. God bless.